going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 27 of the Culture to Christ podcast. We are your hosts, Alex and Aaron. Thank you guys for joining us today. If you're a current listener and you enjoy this podcast, please like us on YouTube, subscribe, and also on Apple Podcasts. Someone like you who also enjoys it, wants to see us, wants to discover it, so send us a like. Um, we have a great guest for us today, close friend of Aaron's. Aaron, introduce our guest today. So uh, today, yeah, special guest. You know, this is uh, someone who, uh, me and me and Devante, we go back over 10 years. I think he is the most underrated rapper in our city from time now. A lot of you guys may be, you guys, well, I think everyone listening who follows rap too, they know the term running through the six with my woes. Mm. Like Drake, Drake put that on. But in reality, it was Devante who came up with the whole woe movement. Jeez. So like... It's uh you know it's it's my honor to share the podcast today with Devonta. How are you doing, man? I'm good. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Drake though. Yeah, but but that's that's the thing because everyone knows that song, right? But people don't really know that you were the one that came up with the whole woe and like what it represents and you know in terms of just being from Toronto. I know people who are familiar with your with your music. And even if they don't know specifically your music, they know that woe is something that you've you've started from the ground up. That's right? facts. I mean, <laughs> as far as Drake, I don't know what he's talking about with that. So yeah. it's cool though that like, you know, he did bring that huge like platform to the awareness of the word and people wanted to research it and I did have my own meaning and that is my crew and everything like that, you know jump so i don't know whether it was coincidence or not but regardless the light that he shed on it it definitely like people were like you know i didn't even have to say it but it got to the point where everyone was just coming up to me talking to me still to this day like yo you know but it's like i like that it transcends like working on excellence which is my whole goal you know and i want everyone and that's what it stands for well yeah that's what it stands for okay started we over everything but you know it moved into um, working on excellence. Jeez, and like, is it? I th- I thought it had to do with anything with like your group of friends or kind of movement you're doing together. They're yeah, well, I mean, six with the woes that kind of like. No, nah, like well, that's probably it? his. Okay. Or whatever, but woes is 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 like just a, a lingo. Okay. You know, like people say it's it's not. I didn't create the word. It's in the Bible. Like it's it's been a word. Woe is a word. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just created my own meaning towards it, cool, and I cool. had my own thing which my own abbreviation, which stood for woe. So therefore I, you know, started calling myself woes with all that stuff. And then I just been rapping about it ever since and more than rapping about it, like living it, you know? And mm-hmm. so then after, I guess that's where everyone made that connection and, and really like tied it in, um, you know, and it just kind of stuck with the meaning, what they, they didn't know what, what was like behind it. But so it depends on how people want to take it. Some people take it just like, whoa, what up, whoa, like my friend, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I know what it represents for me, you know? And a lot mm-hmm. of people, when they hear it and they connect those two, they like that representation. And, you know, so that's what it kind of brings to their mind, which is a good thing. Because you were the first person who, I didn't know what woe meant before I met you, right? And because, you know, even... This was like a way before this. Way, this yeah, is like over 10 before, years ago yeah. when I was in university. Like, maybe we should, we'll, we'll get into how me and you met. Do you remember the first time me and you met together? At, at York? Yeah, I was think that so. York University, yeah. right? Yeah, go and go into that story. What is it? Go into that. So this was like back in university days, right? I don't know exactly who introduced us to each other, but yeah. 
I know that it was like during university time. It's probably like with Simon. Yeah. Was it magical? Like was it magical? Like <laughs> bros at first sight kind of thing? You guys clicked? Yeah, yeah we were like, like, yo, it was just a vibe, you know? like Fashion, everything, facts, you facts. know? Fashion, we, music, the culture. like Even sports. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, Devante's close friend. Like at that time, I was chilling a lot with Tristan Thompson, mm-hmm. who, who uh, is in the NBA now. And Devante's really tight friend was Mike Kabungo, who he was... Uh, he was another like prolific Canadian athlete at that time. So cool. we, we like we had a lot of mutual friends too. Yeah. But uh, me and Devante, we like we started like f- from the beginning because I think we we gelled with uh, with each other on just style and culture, mm, you cool, know. Cool. Yeah. And then we became good friends. And you you were always even at that point you were always uh, rapping. Like yeah. you, it's not like you I was just playing started. football, but I was also like rapping. Yeah. yeah, like I've been rapping since I was thirteen. You know, so so maybe yeah, talk about how because uh, you were playing competitive football. Right, like in the states. In well, I was playing for the teams that we would travel from Canada okay. to the states, so I was like playing in the states. But so maybe yeah, the, talk about that from like uh, the transition from being uh, like being a serious athlete and a football player, and then you going into more of the the music uh, direction. Yeah, well, no, it definitely, I played like all the top Canadian football football teams that you could play with, and then. Like, at the end of my career, we won the whole Metro Bowl undefeated, and I was the number one left tackle in Canada, and, like, my heart wasn't in it, you know? And for me, I'm someone that needs to follow my heart. So I just, I'm like, fuck this. And then I went to um, school for music where I wanted to learn how to do, like, because I, I knew I always wanted to do music because I've been doing music from 13. So I'm like, all right, this is a chance where I, I could really, you know, step into what I want to do full-fledged. And so I said, all right, I'm going to learn everything I could learn about music. And I went to school for, like, uh, audio production engineering, where I went to Metalworks. And then um, I learned, like, as much as I can from all avenues where I, like, networked. And then I still, like, used all those tools to just kind of refine my craft to, like, be where I'm at now. Like, even, so the song that I think, like, I think, the like, the biggest song that I... That, that really stuck with me and that I thought was going to make you, you know, really blow up was Bear Tings. Remember when that song of came course. out? Bear Tings. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And even, yeah, even, like, my friends who don't even know you uh, personally, they knew that song because it was it was popping. It was, like, and that's why when I call Devontae the most underrated rapper in Toronto because he has bangers, like, but it's just, I, you know, it, it's, it's all on God's timing, too. So, you For know, sure. they, there's bigger plans. But you have tracks. Like, people, people, if you just go on YouTube and see yeah, your you'll tracks, find you have, it. You, you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, that's why, I'm, for me... <laughs> I'm not like momentary like you know you can get caught up and lost in that in that moment but how I look at it is like to this day if you go in you've never heard Bob Marley's album ever before you never heard Nina Simone you never heard certain people like Frank Sinatra Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson you listen to them to this day that music still feels fresh and brand new to you and feels like oh my gosh what is it's timeless real real, music you know and I've established that that was my goal and that's what I asked God for you know when I created and also asked to be the most inspirational you know what I mean and like seems to me that I've been getting all my blessings you know like you gotta be careful what you ask for you know how you look at it but um that's definitely like I, I'm so blessed because I am inspiration. I, I have in, you know inspired some of the greatest to do certain things. And you, you haven't sold I mean? out. Like yeah. there's a reason why. Like you know, some we always hear hear about one hit wonders and you know the people who they're here today, gone tomorrow. Because a lot of them they they sell out really early. They'll change they, like their whole sound. They'll do things for clout. You know, they'll follow the trends. But you know, you stayed consistent because you know you're always you you don't promote the things you're not about. You know. And that's one thing I've I've respect about your music and respect about you as a person, because like you're still the same person that I met 
way back ten years, over a decade ago. One thousand percent. And that's hard. It's hard hard to say about a lot of people, right? Right. Well, thanks, bro. It's because I got like core morals and values, and like, um, I don't know. Especially as of recently, twenty twenty, um, it revealed a lot to me, and um, showed me my morals and my values, and allowed me to like see who I need to align myself with and who I need to disalign myself with. So a lot of the people like, you know, I had to remove from my, cause just our morals are different. I realized that it's just like, we can't move together fluently, um, you know, fluidly like that if we don't have the same morals because I'm out here. I, I, it just this doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? For me, it doesn't work like that. So I don't know. I always just realized I stuck to those and I, I never was really influenced by like peer pressure or anything like that. So it's just like, I realized like I'm really big about morals and family and shit. You're not chasing the clickbait. Yeah, no, like, because I I know, like I said, I know what I'm here for. And like, I also like, it's just, that's it. Like when I see that, it just doesn't like appeal to me. Like it doesn't make me excited. It really like, you know, I just follow, like I said, I follow my heart. So like, if it doesn't make me excited, why am I about to do something? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I only move off of things that I need to move off of because I'm on my own journey in this own world and my own purpose. And like, you know, I really realized that, and like that's why the timing with the biggest, the smallest, all that stuff doesn't really matter because it's like my time on here. I feel like will never allow me to measure the amount of success I will obtain mm-hmm. because like the seeds that I plant are like trees that will grow longer than me. And you and know? and you notice like even in Tor- especially Toronto, a lot of like the the so called popping rappers in the city, it's all based around certain beefs that they have with people, or it's based on you know the stuff that like Six Buzz wants to promote, like just trendy type of shit. But but you, I mean that's their life, so you can't exactly. judge that. Like whatever. But you managed to stay out of that, and that's why I respect so much because some some uh, rappers they like to engage in that type of activity because they need to be posted on Six Buzz to get trending, to get more followers, you know, to to quote-unquote blow up and the fact that i've never seen you involved in any of like you know the typical toronto bullshit is commendable and like it's you have to respect that so how do you how do you maneuver it how do you in like is the music i'm just genuine like to be honest with you i don't like like i'm gonna tell you if i have a problem i'm gonna try to talk to you about it you know Mm -hmm. like for the most part if there's any talking to be talked about you know what i mean but it's like i'm not here to have problems with people like I, i don't know i just grew up i was someone that like I would be around like every neighborhood with my dad's friends would take me there. So I would know their kids and we would get to be friends. And I ended up knowing people from all over the place. And I was able to maneuver like that. You what know, area like, did you go up in? Sorry, what area? I grew up all over, but like I lived, you know, on the Danforth, East End Danforth. Okay. Then I moved a little bit like more east in Scarborough. Like then I moved up to Whitby and then after. But like I would always be moving around, you know, I'd always have family all over. I'd always have friends all over and I would just be there. Like I would never, especially being in Whitby and being the only like person like me mm-hmm. that likes my likes, you know what I mean? Like I needed to feed myself still. So I needed to go out and be my, see my friends. So being in Whitby, you know, and luckily I had a go train. So I would just take the go train and before I had my car, you know, and I would just stay connected like that. But I don't know. I just don't look at anybody too big, too small. I just treat everyone like the way I feel like I need to be treated. And then depending on how they react is how I react, you know. So it's like, but for the most part, I don't know. I'm not really here for that because, I, like I said, I'm on a bigger purpose. And, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, well, I don't talk, know. Talk it's challenge, it's challenging, though, that? bro, because I'm not going to lie to you because it's like, as a human being, like, you still feel challenged, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you still feel when people try your character and you have family members, you have friends that do certain things to you. It's never, like, random people because you don't care about them. It's people that you you have feelings That's with. Close to or, you. like, yeah, you know what I mean? That there's a relationship with. 
So it's like those people, then they just kind of like, whatever, the time just comes to an end, I feel like, you know? Don't you find that in the rap industry especially, there's a lot of there's a lot of temptation out there to make you think that this is like the next step I need to take in order to to blow up or to to get on. So maybe like and 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 I know that there's different obstacles in people's past because everyone has their own journey, but I find that you know from the outside looking in, I see that a lot of people they might take the bait too early. If you know what I'm talking about, right? So has that opportunity that I'm sure you you've gone through uh, instances where, you know, you know, maybe there's a feature that you know, someone presented to you, or an or like uh, a show or something that you you felt that maybe maybe I should just take it and just see see how it goes. But then you kind of felt like morally like unjust. Of course, I mean, there's definitely there's been record opportunities, record deals that I've turned down. You know, with some of my idols, like you know, what I mean, because of that, like like it just didn't. I don't know, like half of it might be ignorance to like not really understand what's going on and not taking a blind leap of faith, but also like what's got me here to feel like, like, you know, consciously here good, like was my heart. So like, if I'm not feeling it, like I can't go with it because then I'm going to be stuck in it and I'm someone I'm like, I give my hundred percent, but if, if, if I can't trust you, like, yep. you know, I just so, can't fuck with you at all. Over. Like, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm a Capricorn. Like I'm a goat. <clears throat> like I'm just headbutt the shit out of you. You know, so it's like <laughs> on the football just, field too. Yeah, but let me just like... be on my mountain. Let me just climb my mountain and do my own thing. Like, you know what I mean? And just stay on my way and, um, just let me inspire. Like I'm here to, I'm also here to uplift. Like I'm not here to like, I don't know, like God just literally, program my brain to think positively like i don't know were you I always take, like that always oh, like he that. was always i, I feel like, like i always like i was always like even like growing up like you know like i'm i'm still a like a, a little kid like i've still been like you know bad and did stupid things you know what even I mean? community wise you've done a lot in your own community too like i saw the i saw uh you had the whoa uh grind to shine movement with mike like no nah, no nah, i didn't actually do that that was like a sticky situation but oh really yeah no i had to separate myself from that oh because i saw on on tsn that yeah had the shirts with that said whoa well because so, we started that so but then i had to remove myself from that situation oh, wow. like, you know but I guess they kind of wanted to still, because um, you know I built some of the foundations, so I guess they wanted to still use it. Still use it, but you know, like that probably won't happen again. Wow. So, so, yeah, but so there's yeah, been lots of other things. Now. So yeah. I was watching. Jeez. I was watching TSN, yeah. and then I saw there was a basketball uh, camp going on in Blake Street, right? And I saw the shirts and it had the woe on it, and then you know the G2S. So I was like, oh, like that's sick. Like yeah. uh, Devontae's, uh, you know, helping out the community. Yeah, no, that's so. definitely like we started the foundation, the blueprint of that, um, and it's just we didn't have the same, you know, like goals and come down to morals, you know. So we had to like separate on that kind of. So stance. are you still cool with Mike though? No, or? right? You know, there's just everything is cool. He could be on his own little vibe, but okay. you know what I mean. But for me, I'm just on my own vibe. I gotta focus on my own stuff. Yeah, see, just, you learn something it. new every time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how That's, do you do, have you? Did you learn at a young age to be able to like you know cut off things when you know they're going to a bad place? Did you? Yes and no. You, you know, because I'm a very loyal person and forget like forgiving, taking that for granted. You know, so it's like, um, like I had to learn that more this year. Like that was like 2020 re- revealed that to me. It's like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, nah, you can't, like, can't always be forgiving, you know, as far as, like, you could forgive, but, you know, you can't, like, you can't always move forward, you know, the same direction. And then you get have screwed to, over like, again, Yeah, right? you gotta, like, let go. You forgive, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, it's not, because obviously we're all God's creation, so they gotta do their own thing, but 
Yeah. Just not everybody's for me at all times, you know, and that's just what it is. Like, that's just life, you know what I mean? So you can do your own thing and, you know, I'm going to do my own thing and whatever was supposed to be, like, whatever we created in the past was great and that's what led us to be here. But, you know, there's time where everyone has to take their own path, you know, and that's just what it is. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, w- one of the episodes we had, uh, we, we talked about Steph Curry because he's like a big inspiration, especially from someone from a faith background, how, you know, he's been very transparent about his belief in God and like he's uh, a very spiritual person. So and and I know that you're close with Steph, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe talk about like how you've seen firsthand his the relationship between God and how it has helped him, you know, become to the become the basketball player that he is today. Yeah, no, I mean, he's definitely inspired me a lot with God, like how I see how he keeps his faith first, you know, and um, just trusting his own, like I said, his own process. And, you know, everyone has their own, their own world that like, and purpose that they have to serve and like their own issues, trials, tribulations. So you got to just do your own thing, but stay connected to God and know what he has for you, you know, and not always have to be around everybody else and you know, like you have to focus on what God has for you in your moment in order for you to serve God the best way you need to serve him, I mm-hmm. feel, you know, and that sometimes is, you know, you got to teach, you got to like, you know, be sometimes you got to be there and sometimes you got to be away and that's just what it is, not, you know, yeah. Yeah, anything doing with God, I, I find that it's never one way, like sometimes God wants you to go, you know, add something really hard, and sometimes it's like you need to just chill for a bit. You know, be yeah. with me, relax. Facts. You don't, don't he need to took do. Jesus in the mountain and told him chill. Yeah. You know, he said, "This is not, it's not time for you to be over there with those people. Yeah. I'm gonna go and put you in these. You know, stay away from them. Sometimes you gotta hear and you gotta see who's the Judas. You know, you gotta see what's yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. You gotta no, that's truth, that. man. Like you know, like even I think a lot of people like that. That even you know, Judas is like Jesus kept that him and his 12 disciples you know what i mean of course he kept his the one that was supposed to do it all you know what i'm saying and still loved him and we all have i think in our lives there's you know i think it's necessary to have a judas sometimes teach us something to really you need that you need that person that's just gonna be like okay like you know you could trust them and all that stuff but then they like could do everything to like op the opposite of like whoa what the heck but it's just different like different mental like perspectives of life mm-hmm. you know not everyone thinks the same so it's like yep. you can't expect them to react the same you know what i mean and not everyone thinks the same not everyone's on the same purpose sometimes you're here to just show like me how i feel about myself is like i've learned like in life with all these people that i've been around all the people that come all the people that go i'm like <clears throat> my purpose is like like a rocket almost but like an everlasting rocket like it's like lit lit up right and it's just going straight up and like some people are gonna like be on me for the ride, like mm-hmm. you know, for my journey on my ascension. And obviously, there's gonna be some people that take me up in their ascension, like you know, talking yeah. about like when you learn from other things that from your mentors or whatever. But then after, you know, not everyone could hold on to like the levels that you have to go to. Not everyone could take the atmosphere. It's like Tony Stark and Spider Man <laughs> in that yeah. movie. You know what I mean? For real though, yeah. like that's just what it is. Like I understand you have the intent, but it's just not meant for you. You know what I mean? And you see what happened. And, so, uh, like, and uh, so explain the story with uh, Steph getting the woe tattoo on him. Because I yeah. saw that organically, too. Yeah. Like, I didn't see that on your page. I saw when I was watching uh, watching a game on TV, and I saw the tattoo. I was like, yo, that's crazy. How do you guys so know each other? That? Like, how do you guys know each other? Well, my cousin, Aisha, is married to him. Oh, right on. Yeah. Cool, so, man. So, like, I was, the, I was actually in North Carolina, like, when they first started dating. So he came over to, like, meet her and go out for a first date. So, like, 
I was there. You and intimidating I, him or what? Being, we know, tried to. Will Smith, the bad boy scene? My uncle brought the baseball bat out. <laughs> we were there. But he was cool, so it was all it was all love, you nice. know, from the jump. So we just everything since then we just built a relationship, you know, as much as like, you know, he's my cousin's husband, like, you know, we have our own relationship. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I could say he's a true friend, like, you know, and so that's cool. Um, but he surprised me, you know, like he texted me a picture. Might have been on his birthday or something. He was having a tattoo party. Like, they were having a tattoo party, and everyone in my family was getting tattoos. And he texted me, like, a picture of, like, the whoa on his arm. He's like, you know? And I'm like, what the Let's go. Whoa. Like, what? Literally, This guy is bigger than mine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this guy has the biggest whoa tattoo out of all of us. So I was like, what the heck? That's dope, you know? And then he's like, well, you know, it's about working on excellence. It's a shooting arm. So it's like it represents what it represents to him is like working on excellence, getting better, never mm-hmm. feeling like you're at the best, you know? And that's what everything is about, like, you know? So you got to just do what you got to do to be there and reach that excellence. Jeez. Yeah, that's sick, man. Like, especially, you know, like he, he is the greatest shooter of all time. For him to put it on his shooting arm, right? Like, Crazy. you know, there's so many people that don't even know what that is and now because they see it on his arm they're gonna search it right yeah, and people have be- a tattoo like oh. people message me like yo look what i got like exactly in his same spot like That's amazing. wow yeah like other people have it different places but like i've had like a female from australia i wish i knew her name but she got a tattoo on her arm like you know like and she's like a hard worker too so like what it represents to her is like whoa working on excellence you know so it's dope because it's dope because it even managed us to have like a little sneaker collab because his last curry six uh we uh did a woe edition for the, one of the shoes, the Work on Excellence edition. Oh, with like Under Armour? Yeah. Oh, that's so, crazy. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. So it was really cool. And, um, yeah, just at least the cool opportunities to have, like, you know, obviously him have a direct relationship, but then have that brand that we have, that mutual, you know, connection, and we can use that as a platform to help build and uplift. And that's what we do. You know, that's the whole plan with everything, and that's the goal with Woe. Ideally, you know, at the end, I want to have Woe centers, like kind of like places that you can go and just get better, like excellent centers, you know, where yeah. you can get all aspects, whether it be like have like a rehearsal factory kind of aesthetic, you know, have gyms, have everything, you know, from computer to like physical trade, like, Card, card, everything. You know, ideally, that's like the goal where I want to reach um, before I pass. You know, so it's like, see, and that—that's what that goes back to the bigger purpose. Like, it's not yeah. just music. Your mind's at. You're, yeah. you're thinking like all levels, right? Of like mm-hmm. elevating, you know, the youth and just showing that like you're not just focused on just the traditional rapper like bullshit. You know what I mean? Like some rappers, they're just so focused on, you know, mixtapes or, you know, just shows, streams. You're already thinking of like woe centers. Like that's crazy, you know? Uh, that's the power of faith, man. You think of like wanting to, God gives you a gift, right? And like you can, he, he blesses you in it, but then you start to see how it can be the vehicle for other things. That's and, the thing. Like that's what I, I know and I pray for and I manifest and I make sure I focus that like, I know my purpose and like, you know, every day when I wake up, I know that the vehicle that I'm driving to get me right now is, is my music. And like, mm-hmm. that's my outlet. That's what I have. My, it's my expression. That's what I'm good at. That's what like people like, you know, that's my way I'm able to communicate, you know, mm-hmm. and um, just like all that thrive with like connect different bridges. Like, you don't understand my music's brought me all over the world, you know, like, and allow me to have these kind of conversations and allow me to meet new people and, you know, change perspective and, and all that kind of stuff. And really what I'm most thankful for is like it allows me to just shed like the light of God. Like, you know what I mean? For real. Like, 
because that's why I'm here and that's what mm-hmm. I, I know my purpose is like to be sent to do that you know in my own way and like in my own human form I'm not saying I'm perfect and I'm mm-hmm. like not saying that I'm here to be like the angel I'm not I'm not that like at all I'm just saying like I'm a reflection of what it is like you know what I mean like of a of a of a real like you know when, when did your like, faith uh, be, uh, begin like when did you first I always had it because my family always went to church you know what I mean so it's like um, like my aunt, we they would go to like Marco. My uncle was a pastor. When I would go to, they moved to North Carolina. When I would go there, I would go to church, and they went to like those big, massive, like super mm-hmm. churches. You mega know, churches, like, one of those mega yeah, churches. Yeah, the mega churches. Yeah, yeah, the one in North Carolina, and it was like crazy to see that kind of stuff. You know, like so. But I always like I used to go to Bible camp like through the hood through Blake. We used to, um, yeah, they used to. They used to have like a bus that brought us to Bible camp, and we'd go, and like that's where I got saved. I remember like. It's kind of weird, but they tricked us because they put like the, they read us the Book of Revelation. Like, you know? oh yeah, we were shook. We were <laughs> You're like, like no, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> we were shook, and they're like, yo, but you can get saved. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, we were shook, and after like, yo, you can get saved. You know, like, it's all good. <laughs> I looked at my boy Jay, and I'm like, yo, you ready? And he's like, all right, we're doing it. You know, so then that was, yeah, I was born again. You know, but it changed my mind because you know it allowed me to just have that faith and have that purpose, and and you know it just um. When I read the Bible, I take it into my life and perspective. You know, I don't take it literal. I take all my my relationship through God is through myself. Like the like we are made in God's image, and the only mm-hmm. way to talk to God is to talk to yourself. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's what I mean. Like obviously, you know, sometimes God talks to you through other people. Or something. Yeah, you know, but sometimes that's also a devil trying to talk to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to prove that they're yeah. God. Yeah. You know, and that's the, just the time will tell. You know, but um, the only way that you can always remember to talk to God, I feel like it's through yourself, you know? So it's like, that goes back to like that feeling, like leading and just like what you do with it, like that trusting your heart, you know? And like, when I say trust my heart, like it's always trusting God because I feel like, I feel like there's three things. I feel like there's the mind, body, and soul, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, they have to align perfectly to be one, Amen. you know? And, yeah. and like your mind is like, is like this thing that we think of. We have all these thoughts that like not are all thought, not not all of the thoughts are our thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like this like consciousness of like collective consciousness. You know what I mean of the whole world. So we have these different thoughts that we were supposed to like you know tap into certain things, and you can do what you want with them. But then you have the body, which is like the flesh. You know what we were born into on this earth. I feel, and then like you have to feed it like what the flesh needs. You know what I mean. You have to like eat food you have to like desire whatever your desires are you have to you know but obviously disciplined and rationed you know according to the way that your mind works you can't overindulge your body you can't Mm -hmm. overindulge your mind and then your soul you know is your spirit i feel like which is god and like feeding that with whatever that tells you you know but you have to align those three and like that's really when you become one and like that's what i'm working on you know it's always easier said than done too right there's so many influences yeah it's it's daily daily work and i think it's a good point because momentarily work yeah Yeah. because yo i might be good for a second and And all of a sudden boom i'm i'm a light switch yeah i know but i think that's i think that's good uh having the uh, mind body and soul be in agreement with each other a lot of times like i've known it too sometimes like my mind is not agreeing with my body and soul and i'm like confused or i'm stressed or i'm anxious or those moments that's when you have to like feed whatever's 
like hungry yeah. you know what i mean like you need to, and that's where it's like self-care and self-work i feel like comes into because it's like you gotta like do those you have to align those and that's it's how never you, ending it's never ending no and that's like the, the that's why like they say, i feel like that's what i say rest in peace you know because we live in war like you know so it's like a battle constantly yeah. you know so you have to yeah work on being in peace like yeah. it's like it's the second you stop it's all of a sudden now all this stuff starts happening like you think you're good like oh i got it like yesterday was a great day and then all of a sudden you don't know what happens like some people are starting to speak to you can, a certain it, way, or it might not even be your own. What's going on in your own life? Something else, like from the outside, could affect how you're doing at that time. So you could be like in such a good mood and feel spiritually built mm-hmm. up, mentally good, physically you're good. But then something could happen to someone, and it just root like you know, it's it's just like the devil trying to take you out of your of the the good place you're in. Yeah, might not even be the devil. Sometimes though, like sometimes I feel like we give him too much credit. Like sometimes that's it might true. be God. Like you know, just that's just the. Like that's just that moment. I feel like those moments of like trials and the tough times are like that's like that like turning point, like where you have an opportunity. It's like a it's like a moment of opportunity almost where it's like, all right, what are you gonna do with it? Mm-hmm. Like, are you gonna go through it and use it to like better yourself, or are you gonna use it and let it like you know? Are you gonna have to restart again? Like you know, like that's how I look at it. Um, that's so. good. Yeah, you're right because you know sometimes we, li- we like we like to think everything is from the devil and we like to blame it on the devil. Mm-hmm. Like we've had episodes about that where like knowing, you know, it's hard to differentiate uh, a lot of times too where those uh, where that energy is coming from. But you're right. Sometimes it's God trying to put you in those situations to better yourself and also to test you to say, you know, are you going to trust in Him or are you going to uh, think that you have total control over the situation? And, you know, we, we know where that leads us sometimes. Yeah, we definitely can be, te- we're tested. God will test our faith, you know, and he gave us free will. Like, he always lets us choose. There's never a time where we're, like, oppressed or being, you know, religiosity pushing you and condemning you to be a certain way. God will always give you a choice. And I think that's that's right, too, where it's like sometimes you do give the devil too much credit. Like, everything is just the devil. Like, there's <laughs> nothing that I'm doing wrong. Everyone's just coming after me. No accountability. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I've learned, too, like, I feel like with a lot of people. Like, they don't have any accountability. And I can't keep those people around me anymore. Yeah. I'll tell them a couple times. I'm going to show them. Like, you know what I mean? That's one thing I've learned about me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm straight up. I'm going to tell you how I feel, you know? But but it depends on how you want to take it you know so it's like but if you can't have accountability like there's no progression because it's like you can't see where you are like you can't understand the stage you're at because there's no like you are you know what i mean like the circumstances around you are for the most part like you put yourself in those situations you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like obviously there's times where like we say god or you know whatever puts us in situations that are inevitable that we have to go through but like how you deal with it is all your power and that's where your power is and it's just about like taking that moment to like be calm and see if you need to remove yourself or if mm-hmm. you need to move forward with it and so what do you think about the industry that like to talk about maybe like the rap industry like what are some of the challenges you felt like maybe even politics wise that we don't see from the outside for me the it's weird like um okay like they don't really promote it doesn't seem like they promote positivity, right? They don't. It doesn't seem like that, for the most part. Like, there's no big songs that are really about like have a positive vibe. And I'm not saying because my songs are positive, like that's why they're not big. You know what I mean? Um, because like Bob Marley made some of the biggest songs ever. Mike, you know what I mean? And they're positive songs. So there are positive big songs, but it's like for the most part, I feel like the agenda that they're trying to feed and they're trying to fuel is uh negativity and it's because it's like the most easily sold like positive like yo it's it's like 
it's weird, but it comes back to accountability. A lot of people do not want to be better. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people yes. are, like, they want to, they, they might have a problem and they want, <laughs> they ask you for answers. And you might tell them the right answer, like, but it, it involves work. They might not want to hear that. They want you to be like, well, go to sleep. And yeah. Eat some or pancakes. no, it's not your fault. It's something, something. else. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. what they want. And it's like, there's no accountability. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's like the issue, I feel like, right there. And, and it's just like. Well, I think that's why us as Christians, we're, we found, come from the foundation of accountability because we're always in, con- in conversation with God. Yeah, but so, sometimes it's their fault, though. Yeah. No, yeah, no. I know. Sometimes but it's their fault. I'm saying it could be, you know, it's, it's, but that's the matter of the fact where it's like if you, if you really are someone that wants to care for people, you know, be, be a better friend, be a better coworker, whatever, like you're always thinking, reflecting, like, yo, how did I handle that conversation? How did I talk to my boy? Of course, you, you always know? reflect and you understand, like, all right, yo, my perspective of it, okay, this, like, yo, is this how I would approach someone? Like, if someone approached me like this, like, if I had a kid, would they approach someone like this? Mm-hmm. If I had an older brother or my mom or my dad, exactly. would they approach them like this? How would I feel, you know? Like, but they don't think about that because they're not thinking. They're thinking, uh, well, yeah, like They're thinking about. What's going on. Yeah, but it's like they have all these thoughts and they just don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to communicate. So, like, the best way to communicate for them, it might be just to rash out and thrash out, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they don't know how to communicate. Like, for me, luckily, I was blessed with a, a mind that, like, I really pay attention to details and I, I, I'm big on trying to figure out new words and see how I can articulate. And obviously, that's why I make music, I guess. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But um, not a lot of people communicate and, like, even for me, obviously, communication is a challenge, and I think communicating and understanding, like, giving and receiving communication is, like, a challenge, like, you know, because um, it could mean two different things. Like, you don't know how to take it, depending on your emotions, depending on everything. So it's, like, that's something that I think people have to be aware of, too. That's, so, that's sorry, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, uh, what do you think is the toughest obstacle you face so far musically, like, career-wise? Is it in the communication with people? Maybe re- a record, uh, like a rec, uh, a record company trying to sign you, or like maybe like uh, in in instance where you felt, you know, that you had to make a a decision where you were challenged. You know, I feel like there's like I went through the phases of punching holes in my walls because I couldn't like lay a verse down or remember things. Like that was a challenging point. Obviously, like getting shows is challenging. Um, trying to find people that can and like enhance your vision of like whether it be music videos or recording mixes, like that's challenging sometimes. Um, you know, trying to figure out how to just be in front of how to broaden my audience is also a challenge sometimes as far as like like there's an obvious way, like spend like a hundred thousand dollars on on ads like you yeah. know but yeah. then it's a challenge to get a hundred thousand dollars exactly yeah and spend on ads and, does, you know it, and does it work and who <laughs> yeah. you trust that's yeah. using yeah. your well, ads that's, that's where like where's it, it going to, exactly that's where it comes to like that that faith and like you know there's been times that i had to do that like where i went broke doing something like i yep. spent all my money doing something that i'm like all right cool you know take a leap and not like a leap knowing like hoping okay well i'm gonna spend this and then i'm gonna make it back like just like hoping that this was like the right decision exactly like, you know what i mean like um don't you think there's a fine balance between doing like even if for, as a creator in general the fine uh, there's a fine line between doing what you love right and trying to please your audience and please your crowd because you have people who follow your music who you know you know like the type of music that they listen to that they want to hear from you but as a creative as a creator you're also thinking that i have to like like what i'm doing 
right? So have, have you have you uh, experienced like that, that? Yeah, definitely. But I feel like that might be the same thing that allows me to stand out. But like, I don't want to say limits, but like, um, it's an acquired taste. Like you know, it's, it's for a what's the word like. Like an eclectic, like someone that likes a certain thing. Like for me, you know, someone likes rare stuff. Like, like if they really love your music, and they yeah, really love your yeah, music. Yeah, then they love my like music. Like they're going to be they with you, love shows, DMs it. you all the time. You know what I mean? Like a, someone that like, I realize because of me, I don't make, I don't do anything for other, like I do, because that sounds terrible, <laughs> but like I do stuff for craft, other people. Though, in terms but of your like, craft. As far as, yeah, like I'm going to do something because I know it's the best for them but based off of giving my best. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're being your best transparent exactly, self. Exactly, And they're yeah. going to love that because it's real. It's authentic. It's real, exactly. It's and vulnerable. what I'm sent to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't give, that's just, that's <laughs> that's my purpose. Yeah. Like, I think. Do you know what I mean? And that's how I feel and I stand on it. So it's like, yeah, like, what was the question? Do you balance, <laughs> do you balance like, when you're making, writing music, what other people okay, yeah, yeah, are yeah, going yeah. to think about? Like, massive-passive? Like, people go, oh, that's just going to be a pop song so everyone can listen to this. Yeah. Doesn't know, it doesn't matter who the artist is. It's about the song. Or are you like, you know what? I'm me. I'm going to stick to this. Yeah, no, I don't care. Like, really. Because I always stood out, like, what I was going to say. So, I, I like, it, it doesn't... How I balance it is, like, I just be myself. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm such a versatile person that, like, I genuinely, like... You know, could make some hard music. Like I could also make pop. Like you know, but like, mm. I just think that's who I am. Like I can go amongst a whole bunch of people I grew up with that some people might, you know, not be comfortable around, and I can go around some other people that I didn't grow like you know mm-hmm. that some other kind of people wouldn't be comfortable around. So I just am able to like you know, adapt. Yeah, adapt, but also like not even a. Ad- I don't even think I'm adapting because I don't like adapt. Like yeah, I'm just, just myself, yeah. you know. And it's like they could find that. By me being myself, or like that, some people could relate to that. You know what I mean? So I can't think like, yo, I'm gonna make this song for like people to like. Like <laughs> I make this song because I like it. Like I, I don't care if people like it because I've had people tell me they don't like a song, and then wh- however long later, two months later, they told me they love it. So it's yep. like, wait, what? <laughs> How am I gonna? I can't value your opinion then. Like you yep. know, I can't genuinely trust your opinion because they flow with the wind. Whatever, the, back, whatever the season is. Comes, Yes, or sometimes they might have not just been, they might have been having a bad day. They might have not been on the vibe that that song was mm-hmm. on. They might have been thinking about something else when, like, they, if the song was happy, they might have been going through something that day and they, they, it didn't resonate with them, you know? And, like, I understand that because, like, that's how it, I, every, it happens to everybody, you know? Like, sometimes you like chicken, sometimes you like beef. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Is you it hard for you because music is very personal when you're making it? No. Um, do you have, do you find, do you cut off communication or don't want opinions from people? Do you know who you want, so like, opinions from? Do you have, like, a certain group of friends where you, like, you want to hear their advice because they actually care about your progress? You know, they're not, they're not going to just give you, you know, words, but actually, like, Like, yes, honest, man, right? Yeah. Exactly, but like honest, honest yeah, like definitely all my people around me, I I, I value their opinion a hundred percent because it's real. You know what I mean? I don't think that they're gonna tell me something, but like I said, I can't um, weigh my options on their opinion. Yeah, because they don't understand where I'm coming from. Like it's genuine. Like we are, we think alike. That's my twin, you know. But we're individuals. Like at the same point, like we have different perspectives. I see from my 6'4 stance and they see from their whatever stance. <laughs> so I mean, like literally. And like you said, you're on your own rocket too. Yeah, like, you know, you know, so like I'm not here to 
think I take advice though. Like I'm open to listen. Do you know what I mean? And I'm gonna reflect on it and then think about it and then I'm gonna understand. Okay, if I do this or how would I do it? And if it feels natural, I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna be stubborn about it. Like you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm open to that. But if I genuinely feel like your opinion. I'm not feeling it. I'm gonna tell you, I'm not feeling it, and I'm gonna just let it be and move on. Like I'm not trying to. It's not an issue. It's just all right. I'm, no, like yes or no. Like yeah, you know, that's like, real too. Yeah, and that's just how I feel. But not a lot of people can handle that, and not a lot of people like think like that. You know, so. So what do you think? Like we we know it's been a difficult year for everyone, right? The past year has been crazy. Everyone's schedules have been uh you know affected. And what do you think? You like how was COVID for you during that time? Was it like was it be- uh, beneficial? Like you got more time to work on music obviously or you know speak on how like how you've been dealing with it yeah it's been both like there's definitely in the balance like you see the good and the bad because there's good because you get i gotta figure out my own routine and like just kind of be more locked in and you know save a little bit more money and and just like you know get to know myself more get to know the people around me more that i'm spending time with and um um obviously the limitations are like you know it's kind of sucks not having something to look forward to when you're gonna go gather with like your people and catch a vibe like mm-hmm. you still you don't know, hear see one or two but it's different like it's not the same kind of vibes and you know it's kind of gets repetitive but um shoot like it's been positive for me like i stay creative you know overall um you still find inspiration even though there's less yeah because there's always something to, do to think about like you yeah. know every perspective of it like if i'm feeling bad if i'm feeling good like my i have emotions you know i'm human so i feel like i feel it as long as i'm seeing what's going on like i'm living my life i still have real like life every day like i have my family i talk to i have friends i have relationships that are going on i i see what what else is going on in the world so like i still have feelings towards those so so i'm able to at least have a little perspective on it or if if it comes to me you know so mm-hmm. i was able to be creative and like i can't take a day off also like this is this is not i don't do this for like i don't I don't make music for like a job. Like, all right, the world's open, so I'm gonna go make music so I can go do a show. Like, yeah. I don't like I do it because I genuinely love it, regardless of anything. However rich I end up getting, however like you know what I mean, however many fans end up listening to my music, I'm gonna still do it and do it the best to my best ability. Because like I said, like working on excellence mentality is like something that I genuinely live by. Like it's not something like I wake up and remind myself. Like just somehow God programmed me to think like that. I guess it's that Capricornness or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like I'm just a hard worker and I just want to just continue just kind of be better like i always try to see the best out of every situation but you know like so i'm open-minded you know how you know you actually really believe it and live it the fact that it's you're still on the same uh well you're still on the same working on excellence movement today as you were over a decade ago you know like there's a lot of people that started things back in high school or you know we always see that they don't stick to it they they don't Mm -hmm. stick to it it's like it's gone they completely changed right and you still have you're still uh, on the same mentality Mm -hmm. the same lifestyle right Mm -hmm. the same perspective it's it's because it's i don't like just calling it a movement because you know it's bigger than that you know it's so it's it's very uh respectable that you know he's still on the same thing that he was back 10 years ago before and, Instagram. And it actually, is, <laughs> it is inspiring because people see that, you know, it's just truth always prevails, right? doesn't matter it's how It's real. It's, it's working. Real. Like, you know what I mean? It, we are inspiring. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it is helping other people. Like, when people think of me or they think of Ro, like, and they think of, like, 
bettering themselves because of me and like that's amazing like like i was commenting i just i like yesterday when i was pre- uh, preparing for this episode i was thinking like i was commenting on Devonte's facebook back in the day whoa and i'm still on his instagram facts. right like Jeez. that's crazy yeah like that's it's just like <laughs> facts that's what i'm saying like yeah. for me the truth is the truth like that's why i just like that's where like that confidence and everything comes from because like you can't run from the truth like regardless on what people say anything like when you live your truth and your purpose like there's nothing to like fear or like nothing to do anything because i mean for me personally you know because yeah. that's just like it's ingrained in you right it's yeah. like it's not even you don't have to like um explain it all the time it's just an, it's, it's the essence you flow with right exactly and like you know you, being confident in any circumstances is how you know someone's real if you want to uh, for me what i've learned is when you're getting to know someone building any kind of relationship is like whatever circumstance you're in with them it's like are they still the same person right like you always say it's not adaptability it's just i'm just confident it doesn't matter the circumstance right it's like i'm going to stay true to me regardless of like what happens or other people think of me right because you know i think in this world there's a lot of more negativity and hate i mean you see that at like online and social media and stuff right there's not much encouragement it's more like funny chirps and comments but it's important to be that light because people even in today's time they're constantly looking for hope right they might not say it but they are yeah it depends where they're looking not everyone looks for the, to the light though for mm-hmm. like for like a better way you know and that's just the difference so it's like you just figure out like now it's, it's come almost like light and day i feel like 2020 revealed that so it's like yeah like yeah don't you think also that uh, like there's a lot of rappers who they try to steal other people's sounds, right? And like they just try to, you know, whatever whatever's trending, whatever sound, like whatever sound is in at that time, they want to move toward towards that. Have you ever felt the pressure to want to to be like, you know, I like I like the, like this sound. Maybe I'm gonna use it, but then you also don't want to come across as you know people are gonna call you out or yeah. see through it. Nah, because like I'm definitely inspired by other things I listen to, you know. So I feel no way about trying something because. Mm-hmm. I would go there in person around the same people and try it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. It's not like I'm not trying to do like that back, backstabbing. Like you know, I'm I'm just genuinely that kind of person. Like if I go and hang out with a whole bunch of people in London and hang out with them, yeah. like I'm sure I'm gonna pick up on some like lingo. Do you know what I mean? And and vice versa, they're gonna start saying some things I say. Anytime I've ever went somewhere on a vacation or a trip or something like that, mm-hmm. and you link up with somebody out there. You you meet a new friend. There's like one word that yeah. each of you say that like you take from you. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's just what it is. So who am I to like feel a way like if I want to try something and I could do it good? Obviously, I'm gonna add my own slang to it. I'm not gonna copy somebody. But <laughs> for the people that do, like, just keep working on it. What is your process for music? How do you come? Do you um, just write without beats, without sounds, whatever comes to your mind, thoughts, or do you vibe well with different kind of beats you get from producers and or as my, my friend, he's like, for me too, when I write, I like beats, I like sounds, I like music. Do you, is that how your creative process flows or are you more just poetry first, get the words out and then the beat kind of comes later? For the majority, I um, try not to listen to beats too much prior, but mm-hmm. I like, if I like it, then I just like stop listening to it. And then when I'm ready to record, I put it into my program and I just freestyle, like, then I just chop it all up and that's how I write. And mm-hmm. I just try to finish the whole song before I close the session. You know, okay. like that's my goal. And um, um, I used to write, but like now I might come up with like a one-two bar idea and write down like the idea, you know? For later but, kind of thing. Yeah, but I barely go to those, you know? Because when I'm recording, I just, I'm thinking fresh. I'm thinking in the moment, how do I feel, you know? And yeah. it's just like, let that out. And then, 
yeah, it's kind of cool. Sometimes, mo- most times. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the best music is the organic. Is like that comes from like, you know, your connection. You know, you say with you know connection with God or just letting that moment come and letting it be so real. Because in the I think the music hits harder. You know, when it, it's so everything is so fragmented and controlled all the time, it loses its flavor. It loses its soul. Um, so that's that's cool to hear. Um, this has what has been kind of uh, being in the industry for so long. What has been kind of Let's say with advice to say someone's listening to this and it wants to pursue a music career. What would be something that you wish you knew when you first started that you learned over the experience? To focus on your fans okay. and like really like see it comes back to that moment like do I know what my fans are looking for? Like I didn't really do that. Like I didn't really focus on my fans because I want my fans to focus on me. Mm. Do you know what I mean in a sense because I'm that kind of person. Like yeah. I'm not someone. I'm just like myself and I'm original and I'm like I said I'm a rare. I like rare things. I I, I like the the one pair of like you know <laughs> thing that like only five people know. That's why we me and Aaron like like the, you know like linked. You know because like, we can actually have conversations like that. Like not a lot of people would know what you're talking about. They might know the rare things that yeah, everybody I'm not gonna knows. know what you guys are talking about. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not gonna know. But I'm like that, right? a rare collector. Like I like yeah. I like exclusive things that like and. I just genuinely am gravit like I gravitate towards that stuff. It's like you could line up a whole bunch of things, and like I'm gonna probably pick the one that's rare, even if I don't know that's the rare one, just because that's just kind of how I think. So I realize like obviously I'm a reflection of my fans. Like mm-hmm. they can see what they want in me and my music, but um, I'm a rare thing. So like because that's what I like, that's what I am. So like yeah, you've I guess, never been that hype beast. Thing. Yeah, just, you follow what everyone else is doing. Exactly. So those are my fans. Like and yeah. those are rare people. Those are mm-hmm. small collectives. Like you know what I mean? Obviously. They grow and there's a overall of the world there's a huge mass of people like that because you know I'm not the only person that thinks the way I think but like there's definitely like my fans I realize I love them because they're just rare they're original like they're honest they're truthful and like those are like the people that I surround myself with and that's what people like like about me and like that's where they see the positivity because it's like you know I just remembered something too you know the reason why I actually thought that when Drake said running through the six with my woes came from you too, is because when I was at Drake's house one day, I saw Devante there randomly. Like we really didn't even know each other were going to be there. And then when I saw him there, it clued in my mind. I was like, yo, is, <laughs> are you ghostwriting yeah, yeah, yeah. for Drake? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I swear. I, 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 no, I told my boys. Uh, uh, but you know what's funny? Yeah. I actually told my boys that day who I was there with, right? I was like, yo, I was like, they're like, yo, how do you know uh, that guy that I was talking to, right? And I was like, yo, that's my boy. Like, I've known him from time. Mm. And then I was like, yo, Devonte, my boy started the wool movement. Like, that's his. Yeah. That's how I was. And they're like, no way. I actually showed them on yeah. my phone. I was like, yo, look. look like, I'm yo, doing. this guy's been doing wool. Is that the Facebook post you're, sh- that was, you're showing them? Like, is that like, just, how, no, just like his Instagram okay. page at that time. But okay. like, because that song was, like, arguably, that was the song of, like, that the year. Like when still Drake is said, one it still of is the huge, song, yeah. Yes. And every concert when Drake goes running through the sick, like the crowd goes like off. One of the biggest songs, like one of the biggest. Were, yo, and like this is crazy. Like you can never trademark that. Like you never thought of trademark. I did, that. I did, I did. Not <laughs> woe because woe is like a word. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the logo. Yeah, I know. But working on excellence is trademarked. But woe is a word. Like I said in the Bible. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah. yo, like that part kind of. I guess we could talk about that because of the, you know, it's fitting, but. Like, it kind of, I didn't know how to feel about that, right? Mm -hmm. For the longest time, because woe is me, you know, like the Mm -hmm. real saying in the Bible, like, you know, cast woes on your sorrows, all that kind of stuff. It's like all these bad things, right? I didn't understand, like, why 
did God like align me with this thing, you know? But like, then he aligned me also to, to make me change the meaning of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To have a new perspective of it. You know what I mean? And like, genuinely I embody that and I feel like I am. And like, any situation I'm put in or any situation that's brought to me, I seem to just always try to see the light in it and try to like, figure out that out to get to the to the right, to the, to the light. Do you know what I mean? And like, so it made like, one time I was in LA and then I had my boy and he had a pool house in Ventura and like, He's like, yo, I, you can go stay at my boy's house. Um, you know what I mean? Whatever. He owns a, a frozen yogurt shop. I'm like, all right, cool. cool so, yeah. yeah. So we go there, and he's like, oh, I, I meet the owner. Super amazing dude. Like, super amazing guy. And then after, he ended up being like um, having a Bible meeting that morning. He's like, yo, I know you got in late, but if you want, I have a little men's Bible study in the morning. You know what I mean? And um, with a whole bunch of different, like, local pastors mm -hmm. which ended up to be like these super pastors and like super things and i was like whoa like how does god have me here right now like, <laughs> what is going i woke on? up early i'm just like <laughs> i woke i came upstairs at this pool house i'm seeing dolphins swimming <laughs> and i come and i'm sitting in a, a circle full of like different like you know like older like you know there's like different kind of people there's like older mm -hmm. white men there's like younger spanish men like you know what i mean like different kind of people you know what i mean and the verse that we study that day is matthew um i forget which one it is but we talk about the woe and like mm -hmm. all that stuff like that so it's like i didn't understand like i'm like yo okay i guess god brought me here to like talk about it like you know like mm -hmm. i'm feeling like this like i don't know if i want to have this like bad thing you know like whoa but i'm feeling like yo like but i changed the meaning of it like you know like th there has to be some positives to, to it mm -hmm. So we talked about it, and after I'm like, I don't understand, you know? And he's like, the one pastor's like, you know, you gotta just use it to your full potential. Like, you know, if God gave it to you, then use it. You know, I'm like, what the heck does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know, I know. Like, 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 you know, what do I take that? What yeah, do I, like, what do I, I do? So like, I go surfing, I go do my whole day, do whatever, <laughs> you know, I'm chilling. Like, and then after it comes to me, and after I was like, oh, okay, like, it makes sense. Like, you know, a lot of people like, like the industry, like, they like to, um, shed light on the darkness, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, yeah. I feel like God made me the light in the darkness, do you know what I mean? There's yeah. a difference. There's like, you know, you can shine light on darkness to highlight what's going on, the dark stuff, but then there's also in, in within the darkness that's actually in it is the light, do you know what I mean? And that's where like, it comes from. So it's like, I realized like, by being it and just using it, it's like, all right, everything that happens, just be yourself and be that positive person and, and you have to just lead that thing and that's where it comes to that ascension thing where it's like, I'm on my journey wherever it's supposed to go. It's like, that's just what my my light is and that's where like my purpose is and that's the kind of message and the energy I'm, I have coming off. So it's but, like- But did did, uh, did Drake ever talk to you about the word woe? Mm -hmm. Ever? Before? We talked like twice it? about it. Yeah, yeah, we talked twice about it. I saw him like the day or the night after it came out. Um, we were in New York, it was All-Star Weekend, and after, you know, he just, like, I, I went to, he had a little private party, I went and said what up to him, and he just, like, acknowledged me, he was like, what up, you know, it's like we made the same song, cool, mm -hmm. like, whatever, it's all love, you know? But then uh, one time we were at his house, and we were talking about it, you know, with a whole bunch of, I think there's, like, a couple people there, and he's like, you know, I, I think uh, Preem was like, yo, you know, it must have made you huge. And I'm like, well, like, obviously, yeah. like, come on, like, yeah. you're Drake, like, come yeah. on, you're saying, whoa, and, like, people are associating it, but it's like, you know, it's like, obviously, I don't think you stole anything from me. No, I, like, yeah. come, I, I don't know, people, I feel like people try to, like, always make stories and, especially with drake like they try to make him seem to be this person that steals stuff but mm -hmm. man that guy is the goat like you know come on like you know i would have me, loved to see you on that track eh? you know for sure i'm gonna have to do that a remix been of it yeah, yeah so like or, or at least like maybe like you know sometimes how he puts in the beginning like a little like uh a little clip, clip of the yeah. person you know yeah, paying yeah, homage yeah. yeah like he's done that before with like uh, the four y'all entertainment guys like he has ways of like you know incorporating
incorporating people who uh like that's even the thing Jimmy i don't Jimmy. know if he's paying homage like you know in a sense like he might have just heard the word and from another thing and used it and like yeah. you know but people, you know i was thinking people too, just aligned they it like but you know he's yeah. they like to cause the but drama. you know but th- that's why when i saw you actually at his house too uh, that's what and it was that same time period it was during coachella yeah. and coachella that was his biggest song that that he uh yeah. performed to right yeah. so i just uh, then that's why i always told people i was like yo i don't care what nobody says like yo that shit nah, came from I you know, right it's weird. I'll, I'll ride for it you know yeah, all, no, no, I, that's what everyone's gonna say but it's okay that's what i'm saying like yo actually like the first time i feel like before this is way before the song bro like i feel like when he started following me like it was like you know i've met drake so many times like i think maybe the first time we were we were together probably like you know like bro like i admire drake and like you know i'm inspired by him so it's like for even me to have like you know that kind of like little vibe like whatever like it's cool and I know because you know you were so tight with Steph Curry too mm-hmm. and you know Drake is tight with Steph mm-hmm. so for sure that there was some sort of influence I always say Jeez. the world is connected in so yeah. many ways that's like, what I'm saying like right? it, it's, it's it did what it was supposed to do regardless like yeah. you know what I mean like he like it brought my goal was to be the most inspiring artist or whatever you know what I mean and mm-hmm. like so I feel like if all these people now are like thinking that whatever like the people that do and related to work on excellence if that is what changed their mindset and now they're like working to be better like you know what i mean like that was the whole talk and it's like that's the goal you, you know, know people I mean? were asking me from the states right during that when that was song was big they're like yo is that a toronto slang whoa like what what does that even mean they didn't even know and that's when i had to say like yo my boy invented that you know and they thought i was talking when i say my boy they think like oh drake invented that i was like yeah. no i was like yo Devonte, he started that from time like you were the only person that I knew that you know was even saying that before. No one was saying that. No, so it was facts. like, no. you know, not everything is a coincidence, right? Because no, no. so you know, even the whole term the six, right? So the guy who started the whole six is uh, named Jimmy Prime, and that like I used to do styling for him, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, gear and like get him rare shit. So that guy when he started that, uh, Drake paid homage because people think Drake started the whole term the six which we know now, right? Like, mm-hmm. everyone calls Toronto the six. But he, Drake didn't start that. Jimmy Prime started that. And Drake Drake acknowledged it. Like, yeah, I didn't start that. Uh, this other guy, this other rapper in Toronto, Jimmy Jimmy Prime started it. And he gave Jimmy a feature on one of the albums, right? Like, he gave him a song. Oh, uh, he gave a him a shout on his he, music? He gave him a song, right? Okay. I forgot what the song was called. Uh was it was it a feature or no? I think he. I think he got. I think yeah, he got, it was on views from the six. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. So he got a feature on it, right? So that's why I was like, yo, like, you know, Devontae deserves a track with Drake. Yeah, you know? but that's and what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yo, honestly, and, bro, and I know you're so humble that you won't say it, right? But like, I always felt that um, in myself from knowing both you guys that yeah. like, yo, Devontae deserves. Yeah, this But yo, Eric, I appreciate that, and like, that's the energy <laughs> that's manifesting, harboring, and like, yo, bro, like, from before this, like comeback season days early room for improvement days fam like you know what i mean like <laughs> bro like i really mean like i'm a student of, of i'm a toronto kid first of all mm. so like i know what's going on i know like there are people who used to come to my football games you know what i mean like this is like a real so it's like yeah bro like it's it's bound like god obviously it's in god's hands and god willing you know what i mean but like i feel like it's all about the timing you know what i mean like because it's already kind of made that connection maybe one day you know I'm going to make a song and my, my level is going to be at the level where I feel like, you know, not to say I'm not at the level, like, you know what I mean? I'm <laughs> Don't at, get it twisted. I'm, 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 you know what I mean? Yo, You're I'm on, I'm on that level. I'm on my own, like I said, I'm on my own purpose. I'm on my own level. But when that time aligns, you know what I mean? And we end up do creating music, um, I feel like it'll be amazing. Devontae, I'm I mean? feeling something right now. Like, I'm, what you guys are talking about, like, <laughs> I always say God builds up the message first. Yeah, you got to, right? you got to so make a story. Like, you know, he builds up the message first and then when he, like you're working, you know, in, in your lane with God. Like I feel, He goes, here you go, and then they, yeah. you won't even expect it. You won't be like, 
it's because I just grind. It's like, you know, I, I've stayed with you, you know, the yeah. entire time. And it's in God's time. Like, honestly, like, if it's supposed to happen, if, it's, if I'm not supposed to, to align with that, then I'm not going to align with that. And exactly. that's okay. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, just And like, that's a beautiful thing because, you know, there's uh, – so this goes back to my original point how, you know, you don't like beefing with people. Like, Devon, just so many other rappers that if they were in your position when that happened, they would go off. They'd be like, yo, Drake's stealing my shit. Like, they try to benefit or clickbait it or yeah, try or, to. Or, or they'd, they'd make it publicly known. Like, mm. like even, uh, uh, who well, was I, it? Like, I never had to do it. Like, yeah. I don't have to do it. Aaron, Aaron does. Do you, it. No, like, but, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying only you. Like, he's, it's the, he's humble enough I, to I just know that. the, like, the, the facts, you know what I mean? So, like, I know he didn't steal it from me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I can't. I would never come at a man like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just not, that's an assumption and it's not real. So like, yeah. obviously, you know what I mean? I know when the time comes, you know what I mean? When the when the music works and the, and the alignment, whatever, you know? Because there's been multiple times me and him have linked, you know what I mean? So it's like, mm -hmm. it's all loved, you know? So it's like, it's never like, it's never anything like in the studio. I never like made music with him or anything like that. You know what I mean? But um, I'm sure if that time comes, you know, it'd be dope. And like, you know, this whole week, you know, I've been actually making beats and, uh, um, trying to send them to like one day Noel, trying to like you know get. I even sent one to him um, on Instagram, but trying to get one because like yo, obviously who like regardless of my own goals, like I would love to be able to help contribute towards like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's like that's just like goal. Like that's a goal. Like you know what I mean? That's like a goal from time to help work towards the biggest and the best. Like you know what I mean? It's like regardless yeah, of if anything. it's in god's plans it'll happen you know of if course. it's not it's not yeah and that's, that's okay like, like i said like i know myself I, i'm my own i'm on my own vibe like you know what i mean mm -hmm. like so like my own journey is is beyond my <laughs> lifetime do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i'm gonna be going forever like you know what i mean i think i'm from the past and i'm going to the future so it's like whatever's gonna be big i'm bigger than this you know what i mean literally <laughs> <laughs> no matter how big yeah. yeah i'm busting out these clothes like i'm already <laughs> too big but yeah no, i'm just kidding but, like, you know what i mean like it's all love and like that's the only kind of life I'm trying to live, bro. Cause it's like I'm still human, like I said. I, I feel and I think the same way, you know. Like, bro, like you know, I'm. I think I'm this positive because God had to balance me with my. I have other thoughts. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I yeah. do think extreme. Yeah. How extreme positive I am, I have to balance that somehow. Do exactly. you know what I mean? So like that's why God gave me my extreme positivity, cause he's like he takes me to the dark the deepest extreme and then he'll be like all right but you could take it to this extreme like as well so it's like all right let me choose the light let me go that way like you know let me figure out if that's the best option for me i mean i gotta just do the best option for what god tells me i'm also god's soldier so whatever he tells me to do whatever battle i'm ready for you know yeah. what I mean? and that's just you know when we put a clip uh in our steph curry episode right you were you were in it i'm not sure yeah if you've seen the episode but yeah so uh, the guy sitting on the bench when Steph is talking, like with his kids, is is Devontae's right there, right? Oh, geez. So no that's why, like, I wanted to save that for when you came on because I knew that like, we would get him on the show. Oh, oh shit. But, yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So were you, were you living down there or like. Uh, Which clip was that? It's uh, It was about his faith. So they. We, he was like, I'll, I'll show it to you after this uh, episode, oh. but you are you were sitting on the bench in his house and he was talking with his kids. Uh, yeah. But were, were you living down there or. Uh, no, I was probably just out there, probably just vibing, like. Cause that's like my family, like you, yeah. you know, like from before, like I would just go hang out with my like. Aisha's mom is my godmother, like like that's mm. my dad's sister's mm -hmm. daughter. You know what I mean? So like, and like all my other cousins, like that's just like, I don't have brothers or sisters. Like th those those are my brothers and sisters. You know what I mean? So it's like, I would just go out there and probably like work on music with them or like 
maybe they have a little job for me like as far as like you have any tracks of stuff yet or what Steph, in the works no. <laughs> is but he into I, music is he into music like you is he wants is he, like he listens to music yeah he doesn't create music like that but um aisha makes I, aisha's creative i have a couple of songs with aisha that's sick yeah yeah she, does she rap or sing she could do both, both? <laughs> yeah. cool cool yeah, she could do both. I think Steph's starting to play the drums, though. He is? Yeah, yeah. so maybe we'll get him on some production. <laughs> yeah. are, are he drops bars literally, like, in, in like in a, in a weird way. Like, he'll, like, say a, he'll be, like, he'll be, like, like, talking, whatever, and he'll be, like, all right, and note, this is a bar. Like, to me, like, you know, like, Devon said, like, I'm going to tell you, I'm about to say something. Like, it's a bar. I know you're going to use it in one of your songs. <laughs> like, I'm about to tell you. You know what I mean? So he'll do stuff like that, you know, and, like, I've used a couple bars, like, that he's giving me like that but, <laughs> you know what i mean he has like good like metaphorical life lessons you know that those are the kind of bars i drop so so who were you was, cheering for when the raptors played uh the warriors in the finals tough one. i was cheering for obviously like i can't go against my family so steph you know <laughs> what i mean but i could never go against my city so like i was i was on the fence like you know yeah. what i mean i was winning both ways like how i looked at it like, yeah it wasn't a lose lose it was a win-win for me. <laughs> yeah. so it's like the raptors win i'm celebrating the warriors win i'm celebrating <laughs> like you know you were in the yeah. best position yeah, i was in the greatest position like a lot of people were hating on it but it's not my fault god's time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how did he feel about that series like was he uh well because kd went uh, got injured yeah, right? i'm so sure like towards like... the end of it he wasn't that happy like <laughs> Nobody was. You think if KD stayed, they would uh they would have won. They would have beat the Raptors. He was Who killing knows? it. Who knows? Like you never know. Yeah. He came in that one time and went crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's the Real fast. That's the Reaper, bro. Like you, I mean, KD. Shout out to KD, man. That guy. Shout out to him. He's a legend. He's so dope. But like, you never know. You can't say like, because maybe he was better than someone else. Like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's always ifs and nots. But obviously, if they had a full team, they're slapping Toronto. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because Clay got injured as well. Yeah, yeah. like you know so they weren't slapping him though. Because Kawhi the... is a monster. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy moly! Well, like, who injured him? Danny Danny Green injured. Uh... Obviously, Danny. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's why I think I actually said that's the best play they made that night was injuring Clay Thompson. No man, yeah. you can't wish injuries. <laughs> on no, I'm anybody. not wishing injuries. I'm just saying if Danny Green doesn't do that. Yeah, from analyzing the game, you said that was the play. Of yeah, the no, game. I'm not that wishing. Play I'm, not, I'm not wishing bad. I'm he's just still saying. Still hurt, man. He's still not playing. Oh, he's still. He not got playing. hurt again this summer. Yeah, but. Like, it's a reoccurring yeah, injury. Like, yeah, I feel like, you know, like the injury from that finals it's game. It's an accumulative thing. Well, like, I don't know, like, physically, but I'm just saying, like, any sports person that plays sports, like, once you have an injury, like, your mental is not the same. Like, no. not with that part of your body, regardless, you know? So it takes a to toll on you, trauma, like, you know? Just, but, like, when you have an injury, it's hard to get back fully, especially when you're so competitive. You know what I mean? Like, think about when Steph first started and he had all those ankle injuries he kept repeatedly having having ankle injuries you know mm -hmm. what i mean until like one time he had to like go get the proper stuff and like sit down for a little bit let it heal then like he's been going hard you know so it's just life like anybody like you know and when you saw that from behind the scenes like that must have been tough do you think that's when his faith really kicked into from dealing with all the injuries or no was I, always like i think he's just someone that, that i'm one thing that definitely inspires me about him is like his like balance to not get too high or too low, like with anything, like you know. Obviously, he's human, so in the moment, but for the most part, like it's like how he handles stuff is not how I would handle stuff. Mm. You know what I mean, like, you know, we're, we're all we're all we're all different. Like we all have our, you know, that's another thing too. It's like it doesn't matter if same faith, whatever. Like in the day too, God works on us in different ways. So like you can never. Yeah, I'm meant to be this guy. That's 
big yeah. and happy. Yeah. And sca- <laughs> scary, but like lovable. Like it's weird. I don't know. Like, no, I was really scared <laughs> when he walked in. I was That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, like, yo, why are you gonna hurt me, man? Yeah, like, why are you gonna hurt me? You're wearing a white jacket. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like seriously, like it's just like a walking like juxtaposition. Like I feel like you know, like my whole life growing up. They told me I was too big, so I'd break everything. I would hurt people easily. You know what I mean? They had you to played like, football, too. Yeah, That's an and aggressive I would hurt, sport. Yo, bro, I was 13. They put me with the 19-year-olds. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> bro, I got, after that practice, I cried. I was like, I was hurt. Bro, with 13 and 19 is a big difference. Like, That's you know a massive what I mean? difference. A Just because I'm as big as them, doesn't mean it's nothing. too different. I don't have <laughs> You're not physical, solid, bro. No, I don't have the physical, like... I haven't went through the trials and tribulations yet, so like I'm getting beat, and they're going hard now. Like, oh, I'm just like a punch dummy, a yeah. punch dummy for them. You know what I mean? So that made me like really like have to have my faith. Like, yo, do you want to do this football? And like, I had to go look for another organization that I could find people like it didn't have the weight limit and like shit. You know? So I don't know. Like, is that how it works in football? You, because you were at back a certain then, size, there was a weight limit. It's not fair because if you're playing with other 13 year olds, you yeah. But it. that's actually not fair for me if you think about it. But. Like you know, let me be and thrive. Yeah, be a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, like destroy the no, league. we're gonna put you with nineteen-year-olds. You're gonna get injured and never play again. Like no, it doesn't make Therapy sense. Therapy will be for twenty years later. Yeah, Don't worry like, about it. No, like well, I guess it was like me. Like it was, it was like a kind of like me or them kind of situation. Like it's like I either get hurt by the eighteen-year-olds or I hurt every thirteen-year-old. You know what I mean? So it's probably like one of those situations. So I had a girl thinking like that. You know what I mean? And everyone was like, "Oh, don't be so rough. Don't be so this. Don't be that." And then I'm playing football. Everyone's like, "Oh, kill them, kill them, kill them." And it's like, what the heck is going on? And I'm just like, "Yo, this is like a juxtaposition." Like, yeah. And then after like I realized like just my my temperament. Like I might be in the best mood ever, and then like. You know, like when I'm just like normal and I'm sitting, like I might look like, damn, this, this guy's like, what's going on? Like, you know, is he pissed? Off? Like, what's going on? But that's just who I am. Like, you know, I'm just like. And it's good that you didn't get any CTE damage, right? Imagine that, you kept yo, that was that the day that like made me like realize I'm not doing football and I'm doing music. I ha- I was at like Virginia and I got a concussion. And then I was like, I went back to the line and I didn't remember where I was or what was going on. Yeah. And after I asked my boy, I'm like, yo what like name me some songs and make me rap my songs to you you know mm-hmm. what i mean because i didn't want to forget my lyrics wow. and i'm like wait i'm here at like the best football camp ever and i'm worried about my raps like that's a good why am i here yeah. like you know yeah. what i mean like yeah, yeah you're like the first yeah, thing is that's why i'm like yo follow your heart like this is not for you <laughs> so i took a couple of, like recruitment trips all the scholarships that were trying or all the schools that were giving me scholarships and went tried them out party a couple have fun yeah yeah promoted my music yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean i went to regina uh saskatchewan at university and like I was in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of snow, doing nothing. Jesus. And after they had me in the hotel room and I'm making beats, like, you know what? I'm supposed to be here for, like, football. I was like, all right, like, I'm off this. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm off this. Do you take any athleticism or things you learn in sports into music? Do you think you have certain traits that other yeah, art- artists don't have that because you came from a sports background? My mentality is the aggression and, like, the mm-hmm. battle and the fight. I realized like the tough, I could take pain, I could take it. Like mm-hmm. it's nothing to me for people to talk shit to me, yeah. like and try to battle me and come against me. And and I realized I like I said, I'm the biggest guy. So it's like when people come at me, they're not just coming at me. Like they have to come at me to to kill me. Exactly. Exactly. Because if they don't, they're gonna get killed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I realized that and like that's how my approach, like that's why I'm so extreme, because I realized like, yo, when people fuck around with me, like they're not gonna just fuck around with me. Like they're gonna have to really try something exactly. the hardest, and that puts me in a position. So that's it's like, like you, Alex, on the ice. <laughs> yeah. eh? you, you have that I mean? same mindset. It yeah. puts you in the same position. So it's like, all right, I'm just gonna avoid myself because, like, I'm not even trying to get that serious. Yeah, because you like, know where it's you, too easy. You, exactly. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, don't you think the athlete background is something that you know, like, 
people that have never played uh, sports at a high competitive level, they can't relate to like the actual struggles that it takes to you know to survive. Bouncing Not back even from succeed. injuries, like yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. concussions, going through it. them, like having to go and fight against someone bigger than you. Yeah, that was like it's just every day. You gotta deal. You gotta deal with those things and just overcoming those like competition and like having your squad and having to communicate with your people to make sure you do. But just doing your job, you know what I mean. Like at the same point, like you can't worry about what your quarterback's doing when you're a lineman. Like you have to be aware of what's going on because you're his like protection. But you gotta really just figure out what what your position is and how to play it the best ability. But like knowing everybody else's position, I mean that's. But also that like maybe that's kind of why I moved because I felt like I was too advanced for that. Like almost like mm-hmm. I, I saw myself and I saw the destruction that it would bring, opposed to like the the positivity it would bring. So I was like, this doesn't make sense for me. Like no, this doesn't for my like longevity and how I want my life to pan out. It doesn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like I was just my awareness was like broadened. So what are you working on, like, right now, currently? Like, what's your plans for, you know, for this year? or? I have like- a new album coming out called Out the Blue. You know what I mean? So, like, that's um, my first single is coming out, like, in the next two weeks. It's called Private Party. Oh, um, cool, yeah, cool. It's, it's super fun. Like, all of it's produced by me and a couple other producers. And um, I'm really excited about this project. You know, Out the Blue, the whole concept of it is when things come out the blue, you know, like comes out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, like coming back to the most underrated, like I feel like people know about me, but no one knows about me. Like Mm -hmm. I realized also like my fans and people that know about me are like the goats. Like, do you know what I mean? Like (laughs) people that know, like I said, the rare people, they know, like the people that know, know, but like, the musicians are fans of me, but like I'm trying to get the fans to be fans. <laughs> exactly, of me, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. backwards. Yeah, right I'm backwards. <laughs> I'm going backwards in a sense, but like that's what my, my journey's for. Like I guess I'm here to inspire the inspired to be inspired. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't know, but yeah, no. So the like, Elta Boo is coming, and um, I have so much music with this quarantine. I, I have my whole next like project after that done. So I'm just excited to give out the blue out because that's those are like a year old almost. Like some wow. of them have been touched up within the last year, but like. But the vibe it's on is like that old district vibe, the ends that people want, like that low register Devonte, mm-hmm. that voice that like, you know, you feel and like that hunger. So I'm really excited about this project. You know, I feel like the last year I put out songs like every two to three weeks and I uh, just let out the vibes. I'm so like, my my style is so varies, you know what I mean? It's still, I think it's consistent of that whole whoa vibe and that's what aligns all my songs because you know, that has that positive feeling and like they still hit hard, they're catchy, you know, they're original content, they make you think, they're thought provoking at times, you know, at times I have songs that could just, you know, not think if you want to vibe. And like, I don't know, I just can't wait for the people to feel it, like really feel it. Like, I think it's gonna be, it's music like that's relatable to my life and it's gonna be very relatable to everybody else's life. Like good timing, stuff, especially for right yeah, now, for what everyone's going through. Yeah, everything right now is out the blue. We don't know exactly. what's happening today or tomorrow. Up. And like it's a like I said, the juxtaposition because it's like we're also trying to get out the blue. Like we're mm-hmm. in that blue. They know the blue is like the sad, the blues, feeling yeah. blue. You know, but we're trying to get out the blue. So this is like that double the, meaning, the light, right? The light in the darkness. You know what I mean? It's not shedding light on the darkness. Like I said, it's the light in the darkness. So it's like getting out the blue. Like you know, it's just blue skies like above the dark clouds you know is, uh, any features on there or just like mostly um, uh you drake you get drake on there? <laughs> <laughs> no. um no but I, features i have like my i have my boy uh me his name is me he's a woe artist oh, he's wow. the only other woe artist at the time right now um he's super dope 
Um, production from this guy named Kato. He's super dope. SK Beats. Um, That's DF. sick that you can produce your own beats. Like you've always been like that too. Because yeah. you started producing, right? Yeah. Isn't that how you? Uh, you I started rapping, and then I then uh, they were trying to sell me beats for too much. And then, <laughs> like, Is Metalworks was Metalworks worth it? Do it going Metal to Metalworks Metal to was learn? worth what I took from it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it depends on what you what you take from it. Mm -hmm. I've seen people fail. Some people <laughs> that didn't do anything and went to class and slept. And so for them, if they asked you, it wouldn't be worth it. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, for me, what I took from it and how I applied you know, apply myself, and yeah, it was worth it for me. Um, yeah. So like lots of music. I just put a song today. Um, oh, your my, song today? Yeah, with my girl Sasha Cha. Right She's on. so dope. I produced it too. It's called Transparent. Um, super dope. It's like a love, chill, R&B, soul vibe. Um, and then I have a couple features. And I feel like there's other features on the album. I just You can't. forget right now. Oh, CJ Fly. He's from New York. He's out of like pro era. Um, so do you like what what like do you have goals of getting signed like is that or do you just want to stay independent like what, do, what no what do I want to be the biggest artist the number one selling I will be the number one selling artist in the world the number one platform like number one tour all, all that stuff like I'm gonna have the number one Billboard song mm -hmm. all and that then, that's my then, goal bro. writing producing for others like you know what I mean mm -hmm. like long term like yeah. Quincy Jones vibes you know what I mean like I know some people they don't want to be they want to stay independent right yeah. that's no I would that's a goal but it just has yeah. to feel right like, yeah and I. I you for like, sure got offers, right? Yeah, Before, I got offers. It's just yeah. none of them were like, they didn't feel right. You know what I mean? And like, I didn't really like, I don't know. It just didn't feel right for me to give up what they like. Like, it just felt like they were kind of selling me a dream. Most of, more like a plan of action. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And yeah. For me, I, I like action. You know what I mean? I don't like talking. Someone that talks to me, get away from me. Because <laughs> it takes away, you know kind of take away your creativity a bit, take yeah, away your yeah. choices, take away your. I mean, not really that. No one could do that for me. But it's more just like the people that see and believe in my vision and have their own creative idea that I believe in, um, that we can merge and we can align together, that we can move forward and just be the biggest with that. Mm -hmm. And that's the goal. And, um, you know, and. I've been doing that nonstop, you know? So it's just like with all different people, I don't have one select uh, label or anything like that, <clears throat> but um, I have my own label, Whoa Records, you know? And I've been doing that. That sick. Thanks. Yeah. 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 So I've been just doing that and I own all my own masters, all that stuff, you know? So that's key, right? Yeah. The catalog. Like, that's what I'm saying. It just takes that one song. Like, I I'm saying, like, the way that I know you have to have faith in God because the way that it's going to align up and I I'm envisioning it and I see it is like, it's bigger. Like, he, he let, he, he brought all these opportunities and everything I thought I wanted, and he showed me. But then he also showed me how to feel, like and those made me, how those made me feel, mm -hmm. you know. So it's like, what do you really want? Like, cause you can get, I can get that, and I can do that. But exactly. Like, yeah. I want to have what I want, but like, I had to learn to know what I want in all aspects, not just to know what I want, but with something that comes with something else. Like, I need mm -hmm. to know what I want and also feel the way I want while having what exactly. I want. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It needs to be that synonymousness of like that one. And that's when I know it's right for me. You know what I mean? Because what's right for me is not right for someone else. And what's everything right? comes at a price. Exactly. Right? Everything, there's a, everything there's a price comes for at everything. a price. Yeah. yeah. So it depends on what my value is. And this is what comes back to my values and morals. And I know where my value is. And my value is high because it's rare. My <laughs> shit's rare. Like, it might look like something super small and petite, but my shit's rare. Like, Amen, it's really yeah. worth the most. Like, you exactly. know what I mean? And it takes a rare collector. So it's like, 
It's just about finding that yeah, right speaking collector. Speaking facts right now. Speaking facts, man. Because <laughs> yeah. you're investing, like being an independent artist. You're just That's investing it. into yourself. The investment mm. gets bigger over time, and mm-hmm. no one can go in and grab that and take it whenever they want, right? No, and look at the people that aligned, like God aligned me with. Like, you know, look at the people, like, and the things that I'm known for. Like, the, even though, you know, as far as, like, the music and then as far as the other things that everybody's known for other little things, but the things that God aligned me with, and, you know, th- those are kind of conversations that are still, like, yeah, right, but, like, it's like these are like if this is someone else and they were in those situations, it would be a, a different perspective. But I guess to me, because I guess my purpose is bigger, these things that seem big to other people don't seem big yeah. to me. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because it's like okay, yeah, these are just parts of it, you <laughs> know. And that's how I feel, and that's just like whoa. Like, you're not you're not impressed by the, the by the stuff that other people get so uh, yeah, moved by, right? Yeah, and you're not desperate. That's the biggest thing. Like the way you just even how you carry yourself, you're not desperate for the attention or you know. The, the the easy way of getting on right mm. and that you can't you can't teach that you know mm. some Facts. people they're just so uh thirsty yeah so yeah. i think the younger the younger generations are definitely you can you can get caught up with the you know the mainstream of everything right both older and younger there's people older than me that don't know what's going on <laughs> just watch youtube videos all day <laughs> younger people that are rich off of stocks and are teaching people how to do it yeah. and rich off of whatever they, whatever their their avenue is making drums who knows like you know what i mean there's young people advanced so it's like i don't think the age really has to do with it but i just think like that the foundation and like the, like i said i think it's the the morals and what you value like you know because a lot of people just don't know like they think they want something but they don't know really what they want because they might want like a life full of like happiness and gold and all that stuff whatever it may be but then they get it and it's like okay but you have all that but you're standing in fire like you know so yeah. you have to be careful about how how you ask for it you know and what you really design like design the world around you you know so it's and like, that's why you see like so especially uh, rappers you see so many of them pass away from like overdoses or you know bad situations because, and you think that these guys have it all right like look at the past the past year so many young rappers mm-hmm. OD'd mm-hmm. or you know got shot and it's like People they it's happening to real people too though like real, you know, yeah. not even rappers it's but like, but you know some some people who want to be rappers they they want to get to that point like they look yeah. up to these people like I want to be the next you know yeah. Juice World I want to be like pops next pop smoke mm-hmm. right they don't but that's know, where like, it comes down to like that question with the industry kind of thing too it's like that's the kind of the agenda that they're pushing you know because they're selling like this like vibe and they're selling this dream but it's like can you blame that if like that's what's being bought like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? like at the same point like so it's like it's tough like you want to be like okay well they're you only pick pushing your battles you pick you know yeah they're pushing badness and uh demons and all this stuff it's like what when is that cool <laughs> i know i know it's like but do you want that like all right so like, oh, it's not for me so it's like okay i'm cool with that i got angels that love me <laughs> yeah when i walk around angels look at me that's, what you, that's why i always tell people they, they might have all the riches they might get these things but they're standing in fire like you know they're they're in a burning house it's a big mansion but it's on fire and you can be that's why it's all it's all relative right what 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 we value and how we see things right and all i get from you is like you know the value you have you know what it carries you i'm gonna carry that stuff in in a solid gold house castle. You, yeah exactly i still want that you stuff, know exactly but, but you I'm know i'm not gonna be in the firehouse exactly in that gold house gold castle gold walls that heaven built you don't want to sell you sell your soul to get that to get there right and some people they don't care. They they they'll, they'll sell it all. They right? don't even know they have a sofa to sell. Exactly. It. Know. Yeah. yeah. The, it's the ignorance. They don't really understand and the value. The belief system. Yeah. yeah it's just. It's and that's why I said I think it comes back to 
back to us and I guess like our journeys and our purposes and being those lights to like, yeah, whoever sees it and whoever understands it, feels it, that needs to feel it, you know? That's why I, like I, when we first started this podcast, I always said like we talked about getting interviews and who we want on. And I automatically knew that I wanted you on because you don't think like the regular rapper. Like when I talked to you about Devante, right, You because you never met him, you didn't know the same type of things that, you know, like the same instances I've had with him, the type of person no. he is. Right. When you when you hear about a rapper, you usually think, you know, the 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 regular the regular thing right yeah like maybe like the, maybe the kind stereotypes. of stereotypes stereotypes, yeah, stereotypes. My, my one of my best friends is is a rapper so like I know him personally so like I I'm I luckily have experience where like I don't think I don't oh rapper and I think of like the most generic thing because um, I have I have other rapper friends too but I don't talk to them the same way I talk to you because they don't think on the same level right like and it's very rare to find people in especially in the music industry that you know, have those morals, have those, you know, that solid foundation where we can have a conversation like this, you yeah. know, like there's so like Alex talks about this a lot, how there's so many musicians, uh, artists, celebrities that talk about, you know, God, but you know, they really don't believe it. Like the way they live is completely different. Right. And like our whole thing with this podcast, Culture to Christ is trying to bridge that gap, right. From culture that we live every day to Christ. And like, that's, that's something that, we don't see anyone else really doing or promoting so we kind of want to be that uh that, that voice for that community right oh man keep going more power to you what uh, uh do you get to have conversations um i guess you know, obviously your family's christian a christian background like christian christian based yeah yeah so you get to have those like uplifting conversations on the daily did you um when you're in your career say pre-covid lockdown all stuff did you find it difficult to have conversations like the way you want to have a conversation made profound or deep thinking and you know you seem like you're an artist who likes to think abstract and think of just different ways to you know come about you are you able to have deeper conversations or is it still kind of you have to kind of maneuver a little bit more and just pick your pick your conversations yes and no i feel like there's certain people that i link with that i can talk on those frequencies mm. and there's certain people that um they don't like it comes back they don't want to think like some people don't want to think mm -hmm. some people don't like the feeling of awareness yeah. of like feeling that there's life going on and stuff like that you know so i'm thankful for the the conversations i do had and the people that i've been able to have conversations with like that have um been big pivotal moments in my in my career and um like you know i'm able to talk with like joey badass about things like that and like cj fly and even with bridget mendler um i did this she's like an actress and a singer super dope but we've talked, you know, we talk about God. So it's like, like all of the people in my life that I feel like I'm really connected to, we're able to talk about things like that. You know what I mean? And we can relate to um, things like that. And, and yeah, like the people that I feel like aren't really able to talk, like that's the kind of people that probably just try to stay away from me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that and like you're a great example too for listeners who, you know, they want, they still love music or they want to be a rapper. They want to be in the position you're in, right? They look up to you. And to know that they don't have to sell themselves short or they, they can think on a higher level and they can still have like those beliefs and like believe in God and still, you know, get to get to where, they, where they're going to be or where they're meant to be, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what like this, that's what we want to continue to bring on people like yourself, Devante, that haven't lost their soul, you know? that you know stand for something bigger than just the regular mainstream bullshit that we see or like the, the, the like have to you know succumb to things where other people pressure them to act a certain way 
or to, to conform to that identity that they don't really like. And, you know, I think the only way to get to that, uh, to that, to that place of certainty and that place of, of peace is ha- having that relationship with God, right? And knowing who you really are. And, you know, you've been the same, like I said, you've been the same since I met you. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really, it's really special to see, right? From the outside. Well, it's refreshing. You know, I've just met you for the first time, but I can tell you just yourself, right? You probably, <laughs> you can probably go on any couch, red couch and have a conversation with people, you know, give your Facts. thoughts. That's shit. Yeah. Sometimes you're not supposed to talk though. Sometimes I'm not. Nah, I know. Sometimes I'm I learned that talk. too. Yeah. Sometimes, I, sometimes what I say is people don't want to hear it. So it's better for me to not talk. I don't really talk that much, to be honest with you. I realize I'm actually not someone that talks that much. I'm someone that I rather listen. Do you know what I mean? Because when I have something to say, I know it's gonna hit. Fact, yeah, yo, mm-hmm. you know how much yep. I gotta deal with. Like it weighs on my conscience too. You know, like I'm not trying to have conflict with everyone because I see something. You know well, it's hard I mean? when you when you live a truth, mm-hmm. and it 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 goes against any kind of narrative. You're not around. everything I have to say though. Sometimes I'm just meant to know. Yeah. I feel like, and yeah. that's where that's I, why I, I had to learn that. I had to learn. Yeah, I still don't. I'm still not good at that. Like <laughs> if I got truth in me, and I'm like in the people I care about, yeah, like I had to say it. And I hope people tell me the same. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I, I definitely can, like, that's what I I like to keep people around me that, like, are, are honest with me and can be truthful and, like, can see if I, I'm, you know, stepping out of line or something or doing something that, you know, and explain to me and communicate with me why, you know what I mean? And open to listen to why I may be acting like that or something like that, you know? And that's the kind of people I like to have around me because, like, yeah, you know, like, that's just what it is. We oh. usually end our episodes with uh, a verse of the day. Do you have a favorite verse that you, uh, or do you have one uh, memorized? The one that's coming to my head is obviously, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And leaves me down green pastures. He lies, no, he lies me down green pastures. He leaves me by still waters. I rod and I staff that come from me. Do you know what that, that what that is though? Like the uh, Psalms twenty three, you know. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Amen. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's... thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yeah. Right. Enjoy the conversation. People are gonna really like this, and we'll Thanks. talk soon, guys. Thank you. And uh, get out the blue, right? Get what, out two the weeks? blue, baby. Yeah, just go to devonta.com and catch up because there's so much songs. So until those new music comes out, get my old songs. And as the new music comes, it's not gonna stop this year. I'm literally every. We'll attach a link to the episode. Yeah. As well. Every check it out. other week, there's gonna be a new song or something like you know. So just stay tuned and like. Big Tell things coming. Tell your friends. Big things. Here we go. <laughs> no, yeah. we feel it too, man. Like it's light. gonna be a big year for you. Like, Thank you. Did you feel that. energy? You can't fake energy. You know. No, no. I feel it here. So no. vice versa. I appreciate that. All right, Strong thanks, prayers. Much love, y'all. Peace.